Bites and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Podcast. Yeah, here we go. We're coming on home. We're coming on home. Dice of Fights Podcast. Yeah, that was the theme to WrestleMania 2000, yeah. everybody. Welcome Oof. to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Hal Lublin, joined by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation. Danielle Radford. And Michael Eagle. And we are recording this the week before the 4th of July, but it's coming out the, the day after 4th of July, so I hope you all had a good holiday or Canada Day. But uh, this is a very famous holiday. There's one holiday among wrestling fans that we know trumps all others. Ice Cream Christmas. That's right. Yeah. A.K.A. WrestleMania. In our bonus donor-only episode, we discussed one of the best WrestleManias of all time, if not the best, arguably X7. But this time, we're going to talk about the one that preceded it, WrestleMania 2000. WrestleMania, where championship lore is born and legends live forever. This is the crowning achievement in sports entertainment. If X7 was the Attitude Era at its peak, this was the era at its absolute overbooked McMahon-infested worst. I would still say 98 was worse. I, we just had a whole conversation. I didn't save it for air. But I would say that I, w- I might defend this one a little bit over that one. Yeah. However... Uh, do either of you remember anything that Danielle? This was during your break. Yeah. So this is. So I've had. I've told you guys. I've had a couple of breaks. So this was during my college break, wherein um, it lasted about a year and a half. Um, I had moved <clears throat> out of my mom's place, and my my college didn't have dorms. Mm-hmm. So I was just like living in a house with um, what was it? Five dudes. We were all going to the same arts college. Two dudes. And, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And um, the only thing that we ever watched together was, like, news radio. So there was not any wrestling happening, and so I didn't start getting back until uh, 2001. All right. Oh, gosh, I just aged myself. I'm old, you guys. It's fine. We're I'm old. older than yeah, you think I am. It's fine. It's fine. Um, still cast me. I still yeah, look- definitely well. still cast her. My most vivid memory of WrestleMania 2000 is the Nintendo 64 video game version. Sure. Ah. So that's what I spent most of my time engaging with that had that name. Okay. The pay-per-view, I only remember for there being the four-way main event that became a four-way main event because, like, Stone Cold got hurt or something. Well, it it was going to be a triple threat, and then they got Mick Foley to come back one month after retiring. But this is like McMahon in his this was like the McMahon first in every corner, the first mm-hmm. WrestleMania in a while that wasn't a one on one in the main event. Yes, right. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, and and I thought that had something to do with was who was all who was all in the main event. Stone Cold was out. The main event was a fatal four way elimination match right. between Triple H, The Rock, The Big Show, and Mick Foley. Right. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but yes, it was not a two dudes main event. Uh, uh, also, uh, this for me. This was my return to WrestleManias mm. after taking a, I think, four-year break, four- or five-year break. Wow. I saw the the 
the Shawn Michaels Diesel main event. Wow. Saw that one. Uh, and then the one after it, wasn't 96 the one that was that was um, Bam Bam Bigelow? And Lawrence Taylor. And Lawrence Taylor. That, that was the last WrestleMania I yeah. watched before this one. I'd missed out on a bunch. And then thanks to the first uh, WWF SmackDown video game, hmm. I got back into wrestling and watched this WrestleMania. And that, brought, that sort of got me... Sort of caught back in. So was SmackDown? SmackDown. What year? SmackDown, SmackDown existed. Start? SmackDown started in I think August or September of ninety nine. Right. And the video game came out. Mm. Uh, I think that fall or that holiday. I used to play as Tajiri on the SmackDown video game all the time. Oh really? yeah, he. Yeah. I think he showed up in either the the third edition. I think oh, is that what it was? One. That was a. Uh, yeah, I, I remember comes the pain. Or you could fight like. in a mall. Bring it on. Yeah. Because I would just be kicking people in the face at the mall. That's yeah, right. I liked, I liked the SmackDown sure video could. Yeah. before. Yeah. So good. Here's a fun fact. We got a lot of fun facts. Julian worked very hard. He's very proud of these facts. Thank you, Julian. Everybody appreciate these facts who are out there listening and thank Julian for them in our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tights fights. This event happened in Anaheim, not far from here. Vince McMahon wanted to get the rights to California love, but Tupac's estate would not allow it. So instead, that's fair. He was like, "Hey, Jim Johnston, hey there, pal. Uh, let's get your version of this song." Oh, no. And that knockoff was called "California." You've heard me sing it. Now let's hear the actual recording of it. <laughs> California. There's a fake Tupac on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not even in the city of angels. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jim Johnston, he can't help but but use the stadium snare even when it doesn't. It's not appropriate. California and WrestleMania. Oh shit! Yeah. California. Oh Jim, no Jim. Coming on home, coming on home, California. Yeah, I can think of so many reasons why Tupac's mom was like, no, we're going to go ahead and say that you don't get to use this song for your wrestling promotion. I wonder how much it costs for them to make this. I don't know. How come there was no... I mean, how come they didn't put the orchestra drop in there? <laughs> or the orchestra hit? To we're make the, this, honestly... We're looking at the tail end. Back then, I, I will say, name that tune... You could probably have made this back then, fifteen hundred. No, two thousand. Yeah, fifteen hundred is probably just a damn studio time. I'm gonna man. say no. I'll it's say, their studio. I'll say. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna say it's ten thousand dollars. I think yeah, because you I'm had to pay 10K. the choir. It's ten k. The the background singer. You had to pay them. Yeah, the rapper. The rapper. And then the rest, I guess, is Jim Johnson's time. Mm-hmm. But he was but working that, for the company. He was well, okay, so ten man, grand, ten grand now or ten grand. Back then, back ten grand then. back then. Back then, even that—that's a million be... dollars now. <laughs> yep. But even that's still going to be way more than you could have gotten yeah, in for California sure. for. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, less, right? Or less? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not you couldn't have. You would have had to pay a lot more yeah. you, for California. It would have been at least if they would have said yes, fifty. It might have been a hundred. Might have yeah, been hundred. Probably would have. Oh been. God! For, Especially yeah. after his death. Those prices Ooh, go up. And the I, death premium. And I also, I, I'm sure it's not just Tupac. You probably got to pay Dre, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to pay Dre. Oh, sure. So Dre might have said yes. We don't even know. Oh, and this was also like and Death aftermath. Row, right? This was Aftermath, Oh, right? God. It's no, death this, row. Is, this is Death you're, Row. You're paying a million. Yeah. I bet you're paying a million. I bet you they would ask a million. They yeah, gave maybe. a go-away price for sure. If they, if they either said no or they gave them a go-away price. 
I love that. Thank you, Jackie Cation. Never say no without a number. That's right. Mm. God give bless him, you, Jackie. Yo, Jackie's give them a number. Best. Give them a number. Even if you think they can't beat it, and if they beat it, well, then fuck it. Now you have a gig. There you go. Uh, here's another fun fact. Another fun. Another fun. It's let's go back to JB's corner for another fun fact. This was the WrestleMania in-ring debut of the following people: Chris Jericho, lovely. Chris Benoit, who? Whoa. Kurt Angle, great. Edge and Christian, Aww. the Wait, Hardy what? Boys, and the Dudley Boys. Wait a minute. So, what? which triple threat tag team match was this? Well, this was the first triangle ladder match. That was amazing. I want to point out that with the exception of Devon Dudley, every single other person that we just mentioned has held a world championship in a major company at some point in their career. Wow. Mm. And that three-way with Benoit Angle and uh, Jericho. Oh, oh, we'll get there. We'll okay. get there. I'm I sorry. like that your memory's kicking in. Jump, I think we need to work our way up the card. Gun. Because we got to talk about some of the other matches. It opened with the big boss man and Bull Buchanan beating the Godfather and D'Lo Brown. D'Lo in his full pimp phase. And they were escorted to the ring by, who remembers? A hoe. Yes, a lot of hoes, but one pimp. Oh, Don Magic Juan? No. Shit. Ice-T. That's correct. Fuck. Pimp or die, baby. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy. As he went to the ring, go, pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. And then he he wrapped some other stuff. I like the, the shoulders you were doing. Thank you. you. The sound it. system was so bad that you could not make out anything. It was just like, pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. And it, was, it sounded like it was a little bit off the beat. And look, we can make, and, and I'm going to, we can make fun of Ice-T for taking this, but Ice-T has only ever been who Ice-T said he was going to be. Yeah. Ice-T has always told you he has no problems selling out for money. T is T. Yeah. He has no problems. He's always said, like, look, give me a check. I will be where you want me to be. The hustle is the hustle. Yeah. So you can say, like, yo, so the estate of Tupac says no, but Ice-T shows up for a check. Nigga, yes. That's literally always been who he has been and what he has been about. So you yeah. can make fun of him, um, but that's who he's always been. Well, remember, this is WWE at its height of popularity on TV Guide. The Rock hosted SNL in the lead up to this to yeah. the show. So it's not like it's not like oh, you're doing WWE. It was biggest event yeah. at the, for the company at its hot at its hottest time. So Where, it's not he's not slumming at this what point. What building was this in? This was in oh, is uh, it Anaheim, but the pond. Okay, so this is an, uh, an arena show, not yeah, like a stadium show. Yeah, it's where the show. Ducks play, yeah, or, or where they played. I don't know if they got a new arena since, but I think it might be the same, the same old place. Quack, quack. So that that's your opening. That's your curtain jerker. Oof. Then we move on to the Hardcore Battle Royal for the Hardcore Championship featuring Crash Holly. Let's see how many people I can remember who are in this. Do you have the list? Was this 24-7 era yeah. Hardcore yes. title? Oh, I love that. This is the way I it worked. I think it was a 15-minute time limit, so you could have as many falls as you want within the 15 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah, I remember Whoever that. Whoever walks away. So uh, I'm pretty sure Viscera was in that match. Oh, boy. Both of the both of the headbangers were in that match. Crash and Hardcore Holly. Uh, oh, man. who? Oh, uh, w- uh, weren't uh, Funaki and Taka Michinoku in that match as well? Um, ooh, ooh, who else? Who else can I remember who's There's in that a match? A pair of very famous ones you haven't said yet. A pair of very famous ones. Uh, like people would still know them today. People would still know these people today. 
These people are you saying that match. people would not know Taka Michinoku? <laughs> it's not not Al Snow. Al Snow had his own match. He and Steve Blackman, Head Cheese, had their own match a little bit later on. God damn it. Oh, man. Who who am I forgetting? Oh, I don't remember at all. Who, no. I never, sir. Can we have a hint? Yeah. Let's get a little hint. But um, like a slight oh, okay. hint, not this a big is, hint. Oh, God. You guys are going to know it right when I say I could say one word, and you're going to know exactly what well, I'm Well, then don't about. say that word. Yeah, say a different <laughs> word. Say a different word. Other words. Uh... Okay, they also had a match. Oh, the next oh, the year. Mean Street Posse. Yes, that's a good. That's another one that you got. But this, this, yes, this that was a, yeah, that was in it. That was in it. They had a match the next year, and they had a promo leading up to that match. It was a tag team match. I'll say that the next in, at wrestle at the next year. Did a tag team match at X Seven? Shit, I'm drawing a blank. Oh man, God, say the not X Pac and Kane, right? No, they were in another say match. Say the one word. <gasps> say the one word. Damn. Oh, oh, the APA! Wow. There you go. Anyway, you have here uh, Hardcore Holly listed as the person who walks away, but I know for a fact it was Crash Holly who broke a glass jar full of candy, I think over his cousin's head for the pinfall, and then immediately ran away. It was so much Crash, so much crash oh, Holly running oh, at the time. There was another fun fact here that I forgot to put down, yes. but uh, the referee uh, fucked up the final count. For this, yes, because it was meant to end where Hardcore Holly narrowly escaped. Right, but the referee very like he was getting counted down in his ear, but somehow the person counting down got distracted and didn't give him the right count. Oh no! He said one, two, stopped counting, even though there were still two seconds left in the match, and everybody backstage, including Vince, gave him a lot of shit for it. Was yeah, I think they talked about this on something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard when they were discussing Hardcore Holly's career. So yeah, this. Here's another fun fact from JB's Fun Fact Corner. Viscera's hardcore title win and seven-minute reign, he had the title for seven minutes during this match, was the only time in his 15-year career he ever won a title on camera. Mm. Is that true? Didn't they win the titles at WrestleMania 10? No. Smoking Guns did, didn't they? Mm. They won the... uh... He won the tag titles off screen and lost them off screen oh. when he was met with men on a mission. But this was the only time he won a title on camera. He was with the men on a mission then because they saw stars galore and stars galore. <laughs> going to see a show like never before. The mission was the titles and they would win. Because we're all going to rock at WrestleMania 10. But this is 10 years after that. Moving on, as I mentioned before. Now, before this match, I have a fun fact. They, they filmed a scene in The Shitter where Al Snow... Would not tell Steve Blackman uh, a surprise. The surprise, of course, was a little person dressed as a, a piece GTV of cheese. Thing? Cheesy, little cheesy. No, it was not a GTV. It was a back. It was like a backstage segment. Mm. So they they came out with little cheesy. Uh, uh, head cheese did. I don't oof, for a match against uh, TNA. Test and Albert Whoa. managed by, by Trish. Trish Stratus, who Damn. also was making her first oh. ever WrestleMania appearance, even though she mm. wasn't in ring. Right. Uh, TNA gets the win. Uh, after which, the uh, Al Snow and Steve Blackman decide to cut the cheese, and they deliver their patented uh, backbreaker leg drop combo Ugh. on the little man. Yeah, I don't want to hear about that anymore. Yep. Moving on. Hey, yeah. remember when someone got? It's fine. First of all, I do want to give a <laughs> shout out. One one thing that it's is great cast. about this pay per view are the video packages that lead into matches. David Sahadi. David Sahadi. Yeah. A, the magician. Uh, was was on top of his game. This is maybe some of the best packages that he ever put together. Mm-hmm. And the next match is a historic match as Edge and Christian 
defeat the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys in a triangle ladder match for the titles. I think they went like 20, 25 minutes. Now, in what sequence was this of those, like, the, their epic three-way matches? First. This was the first one. At this point, we'd already had the Terry Invitational Tournament. Right. We'd had the, uh, the Hardys defeat the Dudleys in a table match at WrestleMania 2000. Then the Dudleys won the titles at No Way Out off of the New Age Outlaws. And they were trying to decide between the two of them whether the Hardy boys are Edge and Christian. And, of course, they're both face teams at this point. But Edge and Christian are starting to show their sort of heelish side. We wouldn't really come out fully until after this match hmm. the next night when they when they turned heel and started down the road of uh, five-second poses. And totally oh, what a awesome. glorious time. Oh, yes. so good. This match is fantastic. There is a point on the ramp where Jeff Hardy takes a dive off of one of the super tall ladders to do a swanton onto Bubba, who I think is on two tables. He's on four tables. I think it's two on two. They're either two tables on top of another two tables or just two tables. And he almost doesn't get, he almost doesn't tuck yeah. his head. Yeah. It's, it's frightening. It's horrifying. Oh, for God's sakes, don't do it, Jim. But it's, I mean, they, they did manage to top themselves every time, but this is my favorite ladder match between mm-hmm. between the three groups. Because I'd never seen anything like it before. It had never been done. Is this the one where Edge speared Jeff Hardy while he was holding No, that was, that was X7. Oh, okay, I think that was my favorite one. Yeah, okay. that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. That was TLC2. Ugh. TLC1 was at SummerSlam. SummerSlam 2000, everybody. SummerSlam Mm -hmm. 2000. And can you guys believe that Edge and Christian kept winning these things? Yeah, they they won every single one of them. Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah. you would have thought that they would have broken that up at some point with how many matches they had, but Edge and Christian owned it every time. I mean, they were the best on the mic. Like, I I get it. Yeah, they were the masters of the ladder. I think Doug, I think... I think Bubba. I think he had stopped stuttering at this point because he brought the stuttering gimmick with him. Yeah, they only had. He, had he only did it a little point. while. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, they were known for pretty, putting women through tables, and including May Young. And that post-coital look he would get. Yeah. yeah. He would go, he there he is, going into that trance again. That damn trance. <laughs> I think everybody went there. He put. I, he put May Young, Terry, Tori, Trish went through a table eventually. Wow. Pretty sure Lita went through a table at some point. Mm-hmm. Did it to everybody. He didn't care. He didn't. They're the Dudley, but they were monsters. He's uncaring. They were monsters. That's really mean. All right, guys. Uh, let's pretend that this is the match where you go to the bathroom, take a little break, go get some popcorn, buy some of those cool, not loud at all t-shirts from 2000 era WWE from that merch table. And when we come back, we'll dive into the rest of the card. Hey there, folks. I'm writer and performer Dave Holmes, and I host International Waters, where we pair a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture trivia battle royale. Comedians like Chris Fairbanks. I have a a metal hip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How's that going? I'm part uh, robot. You're more machine than man. It feels great. I'm mostly man still. Okay. (laughs) That depends on where I'm at, though. Lauren Lapkus. But I do think if you're working with dead bodies all day, maybe a dog would be more appealing than marrying a man. Yeah, right. Like, it's like, oh, this is going to get really sad at some point. So maybe I'll just... 
Seriously. All you gotta do is replace it. Cuddle, yeah. A lot of cuddling. Yeah. A lot of cuddling. And many more. Join us every other week on International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Greatest Generation is the most popular Star Trek podcast in the world. A pretty dubious distinction, but it's true. We've blasted through all of Star Trek The Next Generation, and now we are blasting through Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Come find out why millions of people have listened to our show and the Star Trek industrial complex ignores it. Go to MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts and look for The Greatest Generation. And we're back talking about WrestleMania 2000. Next up, Terry Runnels. Beat who? This I remember. Uh, I don't remember at all. Who did she beat? The cat. That's correct. Wow. That For the is... title, was this a title match? It was not a title match. This is a blood feud. The title was not on the was not was, on the program. Was this? I don't remember. Was this the one where Cat got taken off TV forever? No, that was that okay. was uh, the following year, February okay. of the following year, mm-hmm. and then that was because when see we remember Lala stuff. The company. We, we remember stuff. Because we remember boobs. Yeah, boobs. this is the era I probably am the most familiar with. You, exactly you're very excited. Happened. Yeah, I'm glad it's that you can fill in the gap you. because like I can fill in the gap for you and you can that's that's right. I can't fill in the gaps. I am. Uh, I am. You can not... fill in all of the old school gaps. Oh well, I I just am not the uh, dishwashing soap to this broken TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so any holes. this is a fun. I'm fact. sorry, that was last week. That's Call right. back. That's Call, Call back. back. Call back. Called it back to a week ago. Uh, fun fact from JB's Fun Fact Corner: There were no traditional singles matches Bam. in this WrestleMania. <laughs> no two dudes. Terry <laughs> v the Cat. The People v. The Cat was the only singles match of the night, and it ended when one competitor threw the other out of the ring. Um, hello, my name is Terry. I'll be representing myself in People v. The Cat. <laughs> and, uh, you know ladies and gentlemen of the jury, oh. this woman has gone from being manager to being a valet, and she cannot be taken seriously. The Cat, do you have anything to say? Nipple pops out, bends over. Okay, and that was the cat's testimony. And there's her asshole. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I ask you, <laughs> did you see that asshole? Because <laughs> that is the type of programming we're putting on the air right now. No, but seriously, did you see it? Because if so, uh, we have to fire her even though we told her to do it. Have you seen this asshole? Have you seen my asshole? I will remember <laughs> you. But the but the asshole. Will you remember me? But about the asshole. Don't let your life pass you by. Through the asshole. This asshole. I like to think that this is the asshole singing. <laughs> My oh, ass is tired, but I can't sleep. <laughs> anyway, after this match. We get China and Too Cool beating the Radicals in an intergender six-person tag match. The Radicals are comprised of Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero uh, in an elbow brace because he had dislocated his elbow on his uh, early on doing a frog splash, and Perry Saturn. Is this the beginning of Latino heat? Uh, that happened the next night. Hmm. 
as he helped uh, as China helped him win the uh, European title off of Chris Jericho. Okay. Uh, but they, yeah, that was China was on the she was on the card wrestling mm-hmm. with Too Cool, who were who were red hot at the time. They, uh-huh. A few months later, they would win their sole tag team championship. That was the height of their popularity. But they were like wow, everybody wow, everybody on the wow, roster wow, wow, up and down. Wow, wow, wow. There's absolutely nobody on this card as bad as this WrestleMania may be in the overall canon. One thing you can say about it is there's nobody on this card that wasn't over like Rover with the audience. The Russo era, man. Yeah. We haven't done um, Too Cool yet for an opening, right? No. Next, next time you're out of town. I'm going to do it. Or, and, or and, we'll do it next week. Yeah, we'll and, I'll just pret- and we can just pretend to do the worm with our hands. Put sunglasses on me and we'll dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. Save it. Uh, there are two matches on this card that... Save it from being, I think, the, among the very worst. One was the triangle ladder match. The next one is this one. Uh, af- after his debut and his undefeated streak, Kurt Angle went on to win not one but two titles, mm-hmm. holding the IC and Euro titles uh, concurrently, calling himself the Eurocontinental Champion. Euro meaning European, continental being for intercontinental. And so he agreed, not agreed, but was ordered to put his titles on the line in two falls match, the uh, the mm. it was a triple threat. The first fall was for the Intercontinental title. The second fall was for the European title. And his opponents were Chris Benoit and Y2J, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Great match. Benoit wins the Intercontinental title by tapping out uh, or by tapping out Jericho to the uh, crossface. The second fall. Jericho taps out Benoit with the walls of Jericho. So Angle has lost both of his titles in one night hmm. without eating a pin or submitting, which sets him off. Uh, it's more notable. I mean, the match is, is really good. Obviously, all three yeah. guys are good workers. Mm-hmm. They're all uh, either heading towards their prime, very long prime, or we're already in it. Uh, but what's notable to me are the some of the things that happened afterwards. So in the aftermath of this match... Angle goes on a hunt for gold, trying to win it any way he can, uh, which gets him into a feud with the Big Show when he tries to win the tag titles with him, and the show's going through his identity crisis. Mm. Uh, Benoit uh, goes on over the summer to main event with a match against The Rock for the title, and Jericho heads into a feud with Triple H, which includes one of my favorite moments in Raw history, which is him winning the world title at uh, Penn State only to have it taken away from him a half an hour later. Mm. Hmm. So this is a this is not only a great match between these three guys, but led to great storylines afterwards. And it's fun to be able to trace stuff back. To I a do match love like that. that. That is one of my favorites. And it also led to Latino Heat because Jericho dropped the title the next night mm-hmm. to Eddie Guerrero. It's Latino Heat. I don't think Eddie Guerrero can believe it. It's sinking in now. I can't believe it. <laughs> the sparks are flying. Any memories of this match? There's just too many dead people, man. (laughs) Jesus Christ, this was 18 years ago. And half the damn people are dead. What are we watching? (laughs) Uh, Fun fact from JB's Fun Fact Corner. This is uh, the first time the IC title changed hands at Mania in eight years. Wow. Wow. So the last time was 1992. Mm. Who, who won it then? Wasn't that Piper winning it from... Bret Hart. From the Mountie? 
Oh. Or was it Bret Hart winning it from Piper? It was something. It, it was something like that. I have to look up exactly what mm-hmm. it was. I just remember that like you go down the IC titles since then. Like Goldust didn't de- didn't defend it against Piper in that one Hollywood backwoods thing that they Back did. Backlot brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think who else defended it? Uh, Road Dog def- successfully defended it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shawn Michaels beat Razor, uh, Razor, Razor Ramon, Ramon beat Shawn Michaels. successfully retained it in the ladder mm-hmm. match. Yeah, it was just a crazy long string of them not wanting to let that IC title go at the, yeah. at the WrestleMania. So uh, here's another JB fun fact. X-Pac turned down a match with Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Oh, buddy. So, so instead, he's put in a match uh, against Kane and Rikishi. And at this point, mm-hmm. Billy Gunn is already injured. Mm-hmm. So it's X-Pac and Road Dog versus Kane and Rikishi. Oh, I, I remember that version of the Outlaw slash DX. Mm-hmm. I rem- yeah, no, yeah. I very vividly remember X-Pac and Kane being, like, best friends. Yeah. They were. And then they, and then bro- they yeah. fought over Tori. They fought over Tori, and Tori betrayed Kane. Right. Yep. Tori had big old hands. I'll never forget that. Yeah. As Tori. a fellow big-handed girl, I now, appreciate wait them. I had a yeah, big I mean, crush she- on her. I had a big crush on her. Her hands were scary. She no, my, had scary hands. Trust me, if you saw my hand, like, the, I, well, no, if I was as thin as she was and you saw my hands on TV, you would be like, God damn. <laughs> She's, she practices. I got big feet. I got real big feet. Your feet don't look big. Yeah, they look nice. They're big. They look no, very nice. big doesn't mean bad. It just means they're big. Dory's hands were bad. <laughs> she's a, she's a yoga judging. teacher now. That's huh? what she does. She's a yoga teacher. Oh, well, they all become yoga teachers. You know why? Because, like, they're athletic and they can, and I appreciate, I think that's great. Like, I think... Teaching yoga for small classes and in small places where people will be like, yo, she's good at yoga. She's already at a gym, so she's getting, like, good money. And I can go and see someone who I used to admire is way better than being like, I'm going to open a restaurant. Restaurants are risky. Yep. Yeah. Do Be a coach. Be a yoga teacher. Be, be a, a personal star. trainer. Be a star. Yeah, you can, uh, your yoga studio is just a room with the floor. Yeah, right. there's nothing else. That's all you need. Low it could even be hot in there. You don't need air conditioning. So hot. You can and call it Bikram. Call it Bikram call yoga. Bikram. Yeah. Because there's no air conditioning. Uh, here's a fun fact for the main event. They, I guess they didn't know what to do with Chris Jericho. Uh, Jericho was supposed to be the fourth person in this main event, but he was replaced because Vince thought that the hardcore legend himself deserved a Mania main event before he retired. That's right. Mick Foley had not been in the main event. He had been retired the mm. month prior. By Triple H, oh, and that in a hell of a cell match, matches, right? That yeah. last match for the title that was supposed to, that was like a perfect send off for him, and they had that "I Will Remember You" oh, video about him. They had a singing butthole. Yeah, beautiful send off. Nice. The butthole was like, "Will you remember?" Uh, we need, me? we need video, guys. We need that. <laughs> you guys just missed the perfect butthole duet that just happened Don't in this room. Let your oh my God! Pass you by. Buttholes in harmony. Weep not for the memories. But he's back, not as Cactus Jack, not as Mankind, not as Dude Love, but as Mick Foley. And there's a McMahon in every corner, Linda McMahon in his corner, Shane McMahon in the corner of The Big Show, Vince McMahon in the corner of The Rock. Now, is this the match where Linda was in the wheelchair? No, that was next year. Damn it! She's just around. (laughs) I don't remember anything! But (laughs) Snow Mike, that was actually good. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, was. Stephanie McMahon is in the corner of her husband, Triple H. Uh, we get to the end of the match. It gets now, this down was when to... they were cafe married, not real married yet, right? They got real married like the year after. I do think they were not yet married. Mm-hmm. But it was, you could tell, love, love is in the air. Well, they were together. Yeah. By this point. They were already together. So we get down to first eliminated is Mick Foley. 
after getting in some of his signature spots. Mm-hmm. Then Big Show is eliminated. Maybe Big Show. And then it's down to The Rock and Triple H. And what happens? Surprise, surprise. Vince McMahon turns on The Rock, hits him with a chair. Triple H gets the pin. This is notable because I is the I believe this is the first time yeah. ever that a heel won the championship or retained the championship at a WrestleMania. It well, was. this is also like really the beginning of the like the era that people talk about when they talk about Triple H um, putting himself over people. That's where that began, right? Well, that's certainly where the rumors probably would have begun. Rumors yeah, I don't think he booked himself to that finish. Yeah, I, and I again, I don't, you know, I I don't know, I don't work backstage, but that seems like that's where it began to be like, well, now that he's in a relationship with him, yeah. Well, and also people kind of forget, but like The Rock losing, like people forget that the reason he was called the People's Champ is because he lost so much, and he was never actually the he wasn't the champion for the longest mm-hmm. time until like you know you had your corporate champion stuff, he faced champion afterwards eventually, and you know, but. That was why the whole People's Champ became a thing. Well, he would call himself the People's Champ even when he, uh, even when he was a heel. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely did. Uh, Which works, but it was very endearing. If you're very good. Here's at some talking. some more uh, lineage to this. After uh, I believe the next match is Backlash. I th- I, bu- I believe Stone Cold was the referee in a match between uh, The Rock and Triple H. If he wasn't. The, I believe The Rock regained the title there, then lost it at Judgment Day, which was the return of American Badass, mm. who showed up at the end of that match. Uh, I, actually, that under, that Iron Man match, if you, if you go look it up on the network, mm-hmm. I believe is underrated as an Iron Man match. Is this Rock and Triple H? Just Rock and Triple H. Mm. But overall, an underwhelming—the WrestleMania feels more like a Raw. And this is this is probably the last one— Outside of when they when they would return to to Madison Square Garden, that it was held in a venue where they would have a RAW. Mm-hmm. Were you just at the pond for SmackDown? Uh, no, this was the Citizens Business Bank Arena, Ontario. which is like more east towards Ontario. Okay, yeah. but but they might have, uh, they might have a smaller pay per view or a RAW at their height in the pond. Mm-hmm. So it didn't make sense as a place for WrestleMania. The, the, after this, they moved to the Astrodome. It, I mean, it was a bigger. reflection of business at the time. Yeah. Yeah. When business is down, they can't take the risk of running it in a huge football yep. stadium. So they kind of got to make do. Yeah. Can't can't uh, can't lie about numbers. You can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. They lie to Dave Meltzer about numbers all the time, though, or something. Or Meltzer tries to expose mm-hmm. their lies about numbers all the time. Is <laughs> a more accurate way to say it. <laughs> Uh, have you seen WrestleMania 2000? If not, check it out on the network. Let us know your thoughts on the Facebook group. WrestleMania Facebook.com WrestleMania. Slash group slash tights fights. Tights fights. WrestleMania yeah. 2000. WrestleMania 2000. Uh, WrestleMania. Twitter mm. and Instagram at tights fights. Instagram. We're coming on no. home. How coming to party. On home. <laughs> I'm just gonna do the like bootleg version. Instagram knows how to party. Is that what a bootleg California sounds like? Yeah, it is. Can we do nothing but bootleg Xbox sounds? <laughs> sounds yeah, that's what we should do. That's it for this special episode. I'm sorry, Daddy. Tights and fights. <laughs> Your hosts have been me, Hal Lovell, along with Daniel Radford and Mike Eagle. 
Our producer as the executive researcher and uh, producer slash director slash writer of JB's Fun Facts Corner. Get your fun facts here. Julian Burrell himself. Where the JB stands for <laughs> giant biceps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy. You know I always loved you, sweet Daddy. I'm just. Should I just do a soundtrack of a bunch of bootleg ass? He's got all the stroke. I would get murdered, right? He's got the stroke. He never chokes. And look at his back. He's totally yoked. Julian Burrell. Our producer, senior producer of Maximum Fun, is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice and the man and the mind behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Mm. You know where to keep things going. I told you already. Pay attention. <laughs> go to that Facebook group. Go to Twitter. Go to Instagram. Come see about us, why don't you? I go downtown. Go, go down, go down, uh. go down. Go downtown, the town I go. I'm doing this. I'm All making right. nothing but a bootleg expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Special thank you to all the Maximum Fund members who have a portion of their monthly contribution directly benefit our show. That's how you get content like this, people. <laughs> With your membership. This is how you get it. You you missed out. Have you heard the WrestleMania X7? Because it is, it's off the chain. This is just a taste of what you get when you are a Max Fund member. So, you know, the, the, that next drive is going to be here before you know it. Get ready. Mm. Get ready. Just get Just go sit by your computer with your credit card out now and get ready. We'll be back next week to talk about even more. You guessed it, wrestling. Wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.